Hello there, I'm your host, McNeil Mulliken, and you are listening to the McNeil and Friends Podcast. Here I invite different people to talk about all topics relating to cinema. Visit the McNeil and Friends Podcast website at www.mcneilandfriendspodcast.com to learn more about the podcast and where you can find episodes. You can support the McNeil and Friends Podcast by following or subscribing on the platform you listen to podcasts and by leaving a rating or a review. You can also support the McNeil and Friends Podcast by telling your friends, and if you don't have any, you can tell your family. Thank you for listening. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Season 4 of the McNeil and Friends Podcast. Throughout the season, we're going to be talking about new movie releases, topics relating to the new releases, and fun random topics pertaining to movies. Today, I'm here with my friends Noah and Luke, and we're going to talk about the latest installment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Black Widow. How's it going, guys? Good, man. How are you doing? Pretty good. How about you, Noah? Dude, I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I'm glad to have you guys here on the show once again. And we've never done one just the three of us before. I've done one with Noah, or multiple with Noah, and multiple with Noah, or with Luke. (laughs) Gosh, the names. But the three of us have never done an episode together. And I think this is the first time you guys have met. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about this. Black Widow was interesting. We all just sat and watched uh, Black Widow together on Disney Plus. We did the premium access, premiere access, whatever it's called. Um, First MCU movie I have not seen in the theater since Thor The Dark World, which was 2013, so it's been quite a while, you know? How about you guys? Yeah, this was the first one I haven't seen in theaters probably since, she's probably Avengers. I mean, it's been a long... I've, the original Avengers? Oh, wow. Yeah. You didn't I, see that in theaters? No, no, I saw that one. I mean... Okay. Bef- ugh, what am I trying Before to say? Before that? Before that, yeah. So that would have been the first Captain America? Yeah. Okay. I saw that. Oh, wow. I saw that on a DVD. Gotcha. That was the very first one I ever saw. First in, in the theaters. First MC movie I ever saw. How about you, Noah? Uh, Endgame was the last one I saw in the theaters. Yeah. Well, what about the last one you didn't see in the theaters? The last one I didn't see. I don't. I don't know. I, that would probably have to be probably about the same. Captain America, the first Avenger, I think. Yeah, it's it's been a long time, but. Uh, Black Widow, we have all been looking forward to this for quite a while. <laughs> there was all the delays oh, yeah. originally. Remember back in the day when we started this podcast, it was the the we were leading up to the to Black Widow when it was coming out, the Journey to Black Widow series. Luke and I actually recorded an episode because we were doing all the MCU movies in chronological order, and Black Widow takes place after Civil War, and we did an episode on Civil War. Never put it out because COVID happened and everything got <laughs> delayed forever. And so now we're finally starting to get these movies. And um, I've heard a lot of conversations about uh, Black Widow being delayed and how that affected people's anticipation levels. Yeah. Um, so how'd that work out for you guys? Well, back in the beginning, I was really, <clears throat> I was really excited for it, especially since we er- uh, did our first episode together. But then yeah. after it got delayed, you know, honest, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of just forgot about it throughout the rest of yeah. the year like I, I i mean i knew it was coming out but i frankly i didn't care because i've already been waiting for it for so long so it really didn't matter to me whether it got released or not but it yeah. finally did and I'm, you know i'm still gonna see it because i'm a diehard marvel fan right but i wasn't as excited like a year and a half ago than i was today okay how about you noah yeah uh whenever it was first you know announced and everything i thought it was gonna come out you know 
last year. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was, and then they said, oh, it's going to be a couple months, you know, and then it, it just. Every few months it uh-huh. kept on right. pushing back. Yeah. I'm like, we're never going to see this thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> ever. Um, but now that it's here, man, I, I'm really excited uh, that we got to watch it. And yeah. I was uh, super excited for Black Widow, obviously, because at that point we had we were just coming off the hype of Endgame and Far From Home. And it was going to be the next installment in the MCU. It was right. going to be the first installment of Phase 4. And so I was really looking forward to it. And then everything, again, you know, once, like we're talking about, got postponed. And now, uh, yeah, I would say my anticipation level dropped. I was still excited for it, but not to the point where uh, I was in early 2020. And so, but, you know, after seeing the movie, I don't really think either anticipation level, whether it was really high or just about average, kind of like we're talking about, would have affected how I thought about the movie overall. I don't really think that would have changed. Hmm. If anything, I think having a higher anticipation result or um, having a higher anticipation level would have uh, dampened the movie for me. Hmm. I think it would have been a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. And I think now I think it kind of met my expectations, which overall is kind of what I think. I think it is overall an average MCU movie. I think it's good. I think it's solid. Don't think it's amazing. Definitely don't think it's terrible. Has some issues. I think we all we've talked a little bit already. I think we all kind of have a couple little quarrels with it, but not anything super big. But overall, I think we enjoyed it. It's fun. Um, it was a good independent film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good standalone MCU movie that should have come out after Civil War. <laughs> oh, <laughs> For sure. I agree. Because yeah. it takes place after Civil War. <laughs> um, and so, um, yeah. So let's get into it. So we're going to talk about our pros and cons here but you guys want to start with the cons right yeah so um anybody have anything in specific you want to talk about with the cons um red dawn that was that was that was his name right red dawn or was uh, it red, oh, red guardian red, red guardian. guardian i don't know why i'm mixing it up so much red dawn's a movie <laughs> yes that is you're right you're right um you know being a super soldier that he was you didn't You'd expect Marvel to use that a little bit more, especially yeah. coming off of the hype of Falcon and Winter Soldier, Captain America dying. You'd, you'd expect more usage of, you know, super soldiers. Right. But you didn't get a lot of fight out of them. You see yeah. a few showcases yeah. of strength, arm wrestling. Yeah. You know, flipping whatever he did in the first part of the movie. Yeah. And then a very, I'm gonna say, weak battle between him and Taskmaster. Where yeah. He just oh, kind of yeah. got his rear end handed to him. <laughs> yeah, I don't even I would, think he got one punch in I don't on th- Taskmaster. You could tell he's out of shape. Because yeah, he, yeah. he was there, in. I think, solely for comedic relief. Yeah, they kind of made him yeah. to be a dope, honestly. Yeah. And that's, that's I say that and I stand by it. He's uh, he's a dope, but he was he was funny. I'm not gonna give him that. And his Russian accent was on point. So, oh yeah. Yeah. They all had good accents. Definitely yeah. could have been utilized more, but you know, I'm still happy with what they did. Yeah, and I honestly don't know if we're going to see him again. But, I, if it, I mean, if we do, cool. If not, I don't really care. No lost sleep know? over it. Yeah. I like David Harbour as an actor, though, because I really like him in Stranger Things. And I think he did play the character well, but I don't think, like, I think they could have uh, written the character to have more substance, you know. Like, he could have been a more interesting character when, you know, it was just kind of, that, had, that character in particular was kind of a letdown. Yeah, he, had, he really had no depth to him. He just surface character. There's almost an extra. Yeah. How about you, Noah? Do you have anything in particular that you just really didn't like? I think that it's it's the same for me. It's really uh, Red Red Guardian. I think okay. uh, I think they really could have used him better. Um, 
But other than that, I love. Well, no, I can't say that yet because we're talking about cons, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that was it for me. Um, the taskmaster was interesting. I loved her, yeah. like the taskmaster. But when when they revealed her, I was just kind of like, like who she was. Yeah, I was kind of expecting something different, but something um, more. Yeah. And Taskmaster really didn't get that much screen time either. No, no. I would say collectively Taskmaster had the 10 minutes max of screen time. Nothing more than 10 minutes. Yeah. Very underwhelming villain. That was one of my biggest complaints as well. And I actually read a lot about, not not a lot, I read um, that the, the overall like non-spoiler complaints for Black Widow before going into the movie. And a lot of people were talking about the main thing was that Taskmaster was a very underdeveloped villain and that the movie should have come out after Civil War. I agree with both completely. Um, I think Taskmaster was definitely an underwhelming villain who, like you said, had barely any screen time. Good yeah. fights, good action. Oh, yeah. Um, but no character development really at all. And it was a little predictable for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, I just didn't like the fact that she was one of the Black Widows. Like, or no, it was his daughter. Yeah, it was his daughter. Yeah, my bad. Dracoff's yeah. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was expecting like somebody else where it's going to tie into like one of the past movies or something like that. That's what I was expecting. Yeah, and you thought you thought it was the mom all along. For well, not all along. Well, For not- a second, I thought I, that was a really stupid, impulsive thought that I had. I was like, "Ooh, is it the mom?" Because they kind of like you know made made the 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 mom of the you know this quote unquote fake Black Widow family to be uh, villainous for a second. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, I see what's actually going on. Then I went back to my initial theory because that was one, not one I said out loud initially. I was when the, when they showed the background or the back, the dang it, what's it called? The um, back. the back, the flashback. Gosh, oh my. <laughs> flashback. <laughs> my God. Yeah. So then when they showed the flashback of uh, Black Widow and uh, when she was talking to Hawkeye from the car and she blew up the building um, with Drakoff and his daughter. And Budapest. And it, yeah, and Budapest, or however she was saying it. <laughs> Budapest. Budapest. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, so she thought she had killed Drakoff and his daughter, but didn't. And then she even admitted to, you know, they're not being bodies. And I was like, okay, you live in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's not a body. They're not dead. You know? Right. Um, and so um, I wondered there, I was like, maybe the daughter didn't die and she's taskmaster but i didn't know how it'd work out with age that's the only reason i wasn't sure and it's the only reason i doubted it but again that was like okay yeah saw it coming so but Drakeoff also i thought was a very because he was basically the main villain and i thought he was just really one-dimensional yeah you know just like taskmaster they were they were both very surface level villains that i did not care about in the slightest he really didn't have you know any he didn't have any mo- – to me, it didn't seem like he had any motivation to be a villain except yeah. for just control. He yeah, wanted it, to be and it was, his motivations were superficial, and it was like, I, I, you know, I like a villain where you can understand where the person's coming from. Like in the MCU, Thanos, you knew what he was going for. You understood yeah. why. Eric Killmonger was another one. Vulture, Mysterio, those were some of the ones that I thought did a really – or had really – strong developed motivations and uh with uh, all the comparisons that black widow has to winter soldier the movie um i thought we would have had a pretty decent villain but i think the villain uh the antagonist aspect of it i think was the the weakest aspect of the movie in general 
It's yeah. a good villain if you can sympathize with him. But you, exactly. c- you couldn't with this one. You're just right. like, what are you doing here? What? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you guys, your biggest issues was uh, with Taskmaster and, and the villains overall. Anything but, else? Uh, nothing comes to mind for me. Okay. No. How about you, Noah? No. So, I think I think I might have mentioned this when, when once the credits rolled. I felt like the movie continuously shifted what it was focusing on all throughout. So, earlier on, I was like, okay, cool. So, this is going to be a fugitive story of Black Widow. She has, you know, basically... Uh, decided to not follow through with the Sokovia Accords. She's right. a fugitive. She's on the run. I was like, okay, cool. This is going to be a fugitive story, a lot like Captain America the Winter Soldier. But then it was like, wait a minute, no, we're, we got to deal with family. You know? <laughs> we're, family. we're dealing with the family aspect of Black Widow's background, and then we were dealing with uh, basically the defeat of the Red Room. And I was like, okay, which one is it? Are we dealing with a fugitive storyline? Are we dealing with the defeat of the Red Room, or are we dealing with Black Widow's past and I felt like it couldn't decide and it didn't I didn't I felt like they didn't blend well no it was definitely a mix of all three yeah you're, you're spot on with that I kind of would have honestly based on the way the movie started well after the um the flashback sequence in the very beginning after that I would have preferred it just have been this fugitive storyline but I understand why it couldn't have been I just wish it was all balanced better because yeah. I, I felt like when one was in the forte in the fr- in the forefront, it was it was uh not it was like everything else was ignored. I felt like it was as soon as it started off as a fugitive, then it became about the family, then it became about the defeat of the Red Room, and I didn't feel like that was a natural progression. Yeah. So maybe no. started off as one thing, ended being about another. I felt like there was no you know consistency finale to each event just builds off one point jumps from one point to another yeah i can see yeah. what you're talking yeah. about speaking of the finale though the finale was a bit ridiculous yeah. with the skydiving and everybody yeah. just magically <laughs> living yeah. through that and parachutes not having the like there's Getting all this hit. debris coming down <laughs> and and everybody's parachute magically uh you know isn't damaged no, no forget the parachute black would have free dive the whole way and doesn't come out uh, not a, not a single cut yeah. I don't care how much debris you hit in the air. You see how high they were? Yeah. No, oh, not yeah. a single scratch. Yeah. No way she landed whenever she got hit. Like, when she fell off that roof, just hit multiple different things and landed on her yeah. feet. Like, what? She's got more durability. <laughs> yeah. Than we're, we're supposed to believe that the the um, parachute that opened, like, five seconds before they hit the ground. Slowed them down saved, completely. Yeah, saved yeah. both of yeah. their falls or broke their fall or whatever. And it was like. Like, yeah. I know she's specially trained, but she is not superhuman. Yeah, there's just, like, some Fast and Furious stuff going on yeah. here with family. family. And over-the-top action at the end. I kind of wish it was a bit more grounded, kind of like the Winter Soldier, if that's really the yeah. type of movie they're going for. Because definitely had, like, those spy political undertones like Winter Soldier. I just didn't think it was anywhere as good as Winter Soldier. Even though it was still a lot of fun, I, I yeah. enjoyed it. I liked it overall. But... We're just getting the cons out of the way. So, yeah. nobody else has any cons? We're going to move on to the pros? I, uh, so, you were talking about, uh, like, what you felt like the movie was going towards. Like, is right. it going to be, uh, like, that she's on a run, on the run? The fugitive after, story. Yeah, fugitive yeah. story and stuff. Well, before the movie, like, my expectation was, just from the trailer and all that stuff, was it was supposed to be about her family and right, you know yeah. that kind of, like that's what I thought was going into it was it was just going to be about that 
and uh, how she became the Black Widow. So okay, um, which we got a little bit of. But yeah, we got yeah. a little bit of that. But you know what? Um, now that you mentioned that, you know, it could almost be compared straight to Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, Fugitive, Family, Bucky, Red yeah. Room, Hydra. But it just but Winter Soldier so be- so much better. Yeah, it just oh, it yeah. smoothed over. The, yeah, that was all like the story of Winter Soldier was a natural progression. I feel like whereas Black Widow, all yeah. the interweaving storylines kind of felt forced. Yeah, but it, and it's like you know, like you said, Winter Soldier. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, it, it moved the same way, but it was able to do it in such a just a much more smooth manner. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it was deep. Like we we knew the stakes. We knew. Uh, you know the the characters like the twist of who we obviously were comic fans. We knew who Winter Soldier was gonna be, but like it all paid off well, and everybody's motivations were clear. There was no one dimensional bad guy, uh, and it was interesting. It was like a political thriller. Black Widow attempted to be that, but it was like we only got the surface level information from each story and not they didn't all tie together like it did in winter soldier you yeah, know yeah i hate trying to compare the two but it but the, you kind of have to they're the most comparable yes exactly yeah yeah so um i don't have any more cons if you guys don't we can move on to the pros I, we, yeah. we don't we can stop being debbie downers about <laughs> <laughs> let's go for Black it Widow. um so uh i think you know we talked a lot about these different storylines I like what each one was going for. I like learning more about Natasha's uh, background. I like learning more about the Red Room, and I like learning more about um, Budapest. Yeah, well, that and, <laughs> and, and, and her family, you know. Yeah. And so I think with that came some pretty cool characters, um, some good character development for Black Widow, um, and yeah. So, um, what were your biggest um, not complaints? I was going to say complaint, but <laughs> the uh, your praises for black widow i guess um most of the praises i'm going to be giving it towards would probably be the action sequences the, yeah. the one-on-one fights like we discussed beforehand yes they're not comparable probably to the winter soldier those ones are more long-winded but like i said being spies as they are the takedowns the quick hand-to-hands yeah. one-two knockouts yeah. and taskmasters fighting it, it, was, it was interesting. Good. Yeah. you can Bro. see you can see yes. how long taskmaster was in the picture without being known because you saw fighting from cap you saw it from Spider-Man, Black yeah. Panther, Black Widow herself. I mean, the action sequences were worth it. I, yeah. do, oh, yeah. I do like sure. them a lot. Yeah. I like uh, specifically the one on uh, the bridge earlier on where... In the beginning of the movie? Yeah, where uh, Natasha gets... Um, Blown up out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and she's in the car, and then she fights Taskmaster. And I thought visually that fight was really cool because you, you're on the bridge... And then there's the fire going on, and the, there are some really cool shots of like these long, like these shots that are kind of far away from what's going on, so that way you can see clearly everything that's going on with Taskmaster, like going up on the rope and then like cutting it and swinging back down like Tarzan. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that was cool. That, that, that was probably the smoothest thing I ever saw in the movie. Like, yeah, hands down. Oh yeah, there was nothing. I was just like, huh? Oh damn, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the same for me. Uh, those action shots like that. Um, my, fa- I think my favorite was I, I, the one on the bridge. Yes, yeah. Like, that's every. I think oh, that I was cool. everybody's. That. I can agree to that too. Because when that happened, like we all were like, "Whoa!" Like, I, I think we yeah. all said in unison, "Like, whoa!" That's really cool. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and another thing, I will, like you said, just love the uh, dive down into Natasha's background. Oh yeah, yeah. Be, how, yeah. Where she came from, like Ohio, of all places. Right, oh, yeah. And oh, she was hi. adopted, bro. 
I like with the blue well, hair. It, it was like it was more like it was set up because she was sold because these the black widows are taken as infants to be black widows that we learned and uh, basically they're set up in these you know fake families yeah. to to blend in so that way they can go on these missions and so we learned about all of that and so we get to see more of an emotional side of Natasha that we've never seen because she's always uh, like a very punctual person. Everything yeah. is, you know, she's the one that's kind of having to reel in everybody in the Avengers for, you know, for, from their egos basically. And so she's the one that kind of has to ground them in this case. She was kind of happy to be grounded in a, in a little, a little probably of. most by her sister. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say, yeah. I wouldn't say she was grounded a lot, but if there was some sort of anchor, it probably was. Elena. Somebody was kind of having to, you know, get her to focus on herself. Yeah. Whereas in the Avengers, she's kind of the one that's getting the Avengers, everybody else in the Avengers to focus on themselves as well. And so I think, uh, you know, there's some nice, um, I guess, irony there. Mm-hmm. Budapest, like I know I keep coming back to Budapest, but <laughs> it, it's, it's nice to see a little bit. Now, now we kind of get like what happened. It was the first initial red room takedown. Yeah. But I still want to see what happened in those 10 days. Cause if there's one thing that her and Hawkeye always talked about, it was Budapest, Budapest. the arrow yeah. hose in the wall, the flashbacks to it. I, I want to see more of it. I'm just so intrigued. I'm so curious yeah. about this. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, initially when we heard that they were going to make a black widow movie, I was like, is it going to have something to do with, you know, black widow and Hawkeye and about, what happened in Budapest or Budapest, as she says, because <laughs> such an inside joke. Yeah, because they kept referring to it all throughout the MCU. And so I figured we'd get some insight, which we did. Um, and this this kind of met my expectations as to what was going to happen with it. But, you know, we got the Hawkeye show coming out. So maybe we'll learn something from his perspective on the whole yeah. situation. So it's possible. Um, I feel like you were going to say, Noah, I feel like you were going to say another pro that you had, and I feel like it was going to be a, sen- a very similar one to mine. Oh, uh, n- no. I don't oh. think I did. <laughs> I thought, well, okay. There was oh, a lot you, of things I liked about it. You were talking about, you talked about the bridge. I thought for a second you were about to go somewhere else because I, I had to go back and break down this whole conversation, even get to why I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <doesn't matter. laughs> no, I thought there was, but I think one we all kind of uh, universally agreed on that was awesome was the character development, especially uh, uh, Florence Pugh's character, Yelena. Mm. I thought she was a great addition. I obviously really like her as an actress because she was really good in um, Midsummer, which is a horror movie that came out a couple years ago. I was a big fan of. She, she was even nominated for an Oscar in Little Women, which was a great movie as well. Um, so yeah, she's really started making a name for herself recently. Now she's in the MCU. She's like a few years older than us. She's in her mid twenties. She might be like even 24 or 25, something like that. Mid twenties. Yeah. And I think, uh, she's already been nominated for an Oscar and is already in the MCU. Wow. So yeah, she's already like making she's moves out, it out there. there. Yeah. <laughs> she's already definitely established a pretty good career for herself. Yeah. Um, and I, and I hope we, and it looks like we're going to get to see more of her character as well. Um, which we'll get to in a second. But what did you guys think of Yelena's character? I thought it, I th- it, w- it was interesting. I mean, I knew they were both going to come up in the program. I personally, I'm not going to lie, I thought she was going to come out softer. Yeah. And, but she turned out to be more of this, I don't, I don't want to say harder, but stricter person. Ruthless, yeah. Yeah, ruthless because, I mean, you know, when they first introduced her growing up, you know, with Black Widow, I mean, they just have a full-out brawl. Like yeah. where they're almost at the point of killing them, killing each other. Right. And then they're having a beer five minutes later. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess they, they I, I guess it's safe to say they knew who they were. Right. But yet they still duked it out like that. I feel like there was probably some uh, 
pent up anger over the past couple years of growing up and not seeing yeah. each other. Yeah. That they yeah. Got yeah, out of they talked system. about. Yeah. I think, uh, she is, she kind of came across as really desensitized to the, to everything she's gone through and cause she's had to like fight through it all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she kind of deflected everything with humor yeah. because she would do that, you know, like yeah, the, the, the joke jet. that I, the joke that I thought was really funny was the, uh, the, the the one about Black Widow's pose, poses that she would do whenever yes, she landed the hair flip yes yeah bro. that was really funny the, but but they were also talking about that in front of like this uh, grocery store clerk and I was like you guys are talking about some top secret stuff here right <laughs> now and this guy's just listening they, yeah. they are in a, they are in a different country so maybe hopefully he doesn't know English true yeah I didn't even think about That's that true yeah wow good call. Good catch. Uh, I was thinking that about it. It's just like, you know, it's everything seems to be convenient in these movies, so who yeah. knows? He probably knew English. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because everybody seemed so fluent in all languages in the movie. I just, I, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that, that's true. Um, so, yeah, so any, any more pros in particular? It seems like we had more cons than we did pros. <laughs> so we liked the action. We liked the, what the story was going for. Like yeah. We liked the individual stories. We just didn't like how they were blended. Uh, we liked the characters. We liked um, the future for Yelena's character. Obviously, yeah. after the um, the post credit. Let's scene, get to that. Let's do. The, let's talk about the post credit scene because I feel like we've kind of covered most things. Unless there's anything else that we're missing. And I think we basically called the post credit before we even saw it. We called it. Yeah, we. I figured yeah. it, had, it was gonna. We knew it was gonna be some setup because it's Phase Four, and obviously Black Widow is now dead. Uh, so it had to do something with Yelena. I felt like which was which we were right. And so she's at Natasha's grave, and uh, we see, I forget her name, but it was a lady from Seinfeld who was in the Falcon the Winter Soldier, and she, you know, was basically saying, we need you to do your, your next mission, here's a picture of the guy who's responsible for your sister's death, and it's Hawkeye, Boom. and that's the end, and I was like, oh, okay, so <laughs> we got the Hawkeye show coming out in the end of this year. And we have to figure out how this all kind of ties in. So, is Florence Pugh going to be in Hawkeye? What do you guys think? Oh, I definitely think so. She's oh, definitely yeah. going to be hunting him down. And I don't know why she's playing it. Like we like we discussed, we don't. Nobody knows what happened on Vormir. Nobody knows that Hawkeye is really not responsible for her death, more or less herself, as it, as they call a sacrifice. But it's going to be interesting to see if they will uncover the truth or if she is just going to relentlessly hunt him down because she obviously cares for her sister a lot. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't really know. I feel like, you know, we talked about this too. Hawkeye obviously went on this rampage, like personal vendetta that he had in uh, the beginning of Endgame. And so I think it's possible um, that he may have killed some of the, some people that are connected to why am I forgetting her name? The Isn't lady, like Valentina. Or Valentina, something? yes, yeah, Valentina. Uh, some of her people or whatever. So it's possible that uh, you know, she's just trying to get him dead. Yeah, just trying to get rid of him, get Make him off him the dead. radar. She wants to kill yeah. him, unalive him. Yeah, and so I think um, it's possible that's what's going on, and maybe we'll see a little bit of that in the Hawkeye show. But I don't exactly know what the story's supposed to be of Hawkeye because we haven't seen a trailer. We don't really know anything about it other than who's in it. And I don't think, um, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think Florence Pugh is in it. But I think it's. Uh, I think there's been some speculation that she might be in it, from what I remember. But there's no yeah. confirmation. 
So, but I think it'd be cool. I'd like to see this character continue. Uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of these superheroes, you know, passing on the mantle, basically. Yep. And I think uh, that seems like the logical step to come after Natasha would be Alina, because obviously it's her sister and the character was awesome. Uh, so I think that'd be cool. Um, do you guys have any other predictions about what could happen there? Nothing comes to mind for me. No, All I know either. is there's got to be some sort of manhunt. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to whatever it is. Uh, I will watch anything MCU, and hopefully um, the MCU fatigue isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they keep putting out like average content, which I feel like it's happened with Phase 4 so far, I wonder if it's possible people are going to get tired of it. Because, I mean, I, I, WandaVision was good. Everybody agrees that the finale was a bit underwhelming. Falcon the Winter Soldier was average. Loki's been good. we got to see what the finale's like so far. Um, and Black Widow was, you know, I feel like an average MCU movie. So hopefully everything else that's coming out isn't going to be just average because then I think people are going to start getting tired and uh, the demand's going to go down. But, you know, this is like a billion-dollar franchise, so that's not happening either. It's, I just think... I think we're all just we all just kind of have Stockholm syndrome for Marvel at this <laughs> yeah. point. Well, they've got they've got most of their shows pushed out. Now it's time to start pushing out the movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I, I'm excited. But uh, so, what do you guys want to give Black Widow on a scale of one to ten? Well, we all discussed. I think my final answer is probably going to be seven and a half out of ten. Okay. Solid. Nice, nice yeah. medium answer. Yeah. I think for myself, uh, I'll probably give it a seven. Just a uh, yeah. solid seven. I'm going seven as well. I think it was. Uh, not amazing, definitely not terrible by any means, but no. it was a yeah. solid, average MCU movie, a good comic book movie um, that oh, at this point in time met my expectations, I felt like. Yeah. I, th I think if we were able to see this after Civil War, I think like it should have been, I think I'd probably give it a higher score, honestly. Yeah, probably. And I was yeah. younger at the time, so I think like if it were to follow up in that within that year, I think I probably would have been like walking out of the theater going, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> yeah. life because I was 16, you know? Yeah, but it's oh, like yeah. you said. After Recency bias was real in high yeah. school. <laughs> after pushing it out for so long, you know, you know you're not going to expect what you expected in the beginning. Exactly, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so 7.5 for Luke and both 7 for Noah and myself. Um, that's positive. That's a positive score overall. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed yeah. watching Black with you guys and doing this podcast. Uh, so where can people find you guys on social media? Uh, just find me on Instagram. You'll tag me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no point spelling it out. <laughs> Noah? Uh, Y'all guys can find yeah, me. Y'all just tag him too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Noah Drums DW is my Instagram. Uh, Y'all guys can follow me. Uh, Y'all guys. Y'all guys. It's redundant. <laughs> Grammar Nazi coming in. <laughs> Grammar Nazi coming in. <laughs> Man, I don't care. <laughs> um, he does. I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I do this podcast for McNeil. Um, McNeil m mainly edits it now, but uh, I help him mix it and, and help it sound super good. And True. So uh, if y'all need any other work like that, please hit me up. Hit him up. I'd love to do it. So. Well, I'll be sure to link all of your information in the description of this episode. But uh, once again, guys, thanks for joining me today in this episode. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, dude. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, be sure to follow or subscribe to the McNeil and Friends podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and leave a rating and review if you want to help support the podcast. You can follow the McNeil and Friends podcast on Instagram at mcneil.and.friends.podcast. Message me on Instagram to let me know your thoughts on Black Widow. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at McNeil Mullick and Letterboxd where I post the movies I watch and write reviews. 
Also, you can find the McNeil and Friends podcast on Twitter. You can also find the McNeil and Friends podcast on Patreon. Support this podcast by becoming a patron if you so desire. All of this information can be found on the McNeil and Friends podcast website at www.mcneilandfriendspodcast.com. You can find a link that will take you to all of these locations in the description of this episode. If you made it to the end of this episode, congratulations. And once again, thank you for listening. Thank you.